Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Does all this social media knowledge, strategies, and skills from this podcast really matter if you don't use video? The truth is any presence is better than no presence, but without video, you're really limiting your growth. It's no secret that video is the future of all media. It's where all consumers gravitate, so executing at a higher level than your industry peers is an absolute necessity to create differentiation. You can hire a full-time videographer, but is that really sustainable? The answer is no for many, which is why it is critical that you adopt and learn video skills to allow you to create video that will stand out. Having camera presence, knowing what equipment to use and how to use it, proper lighting, video editing, music and voiceovers, scripting, and many other topics are the reason why Business Video School was created. To teach you how to develop these skills quickly and easily with over-the-top support along the way so that you never feel lost. The Business Video School is a comprehensive video education platform that delivers all of this training, but also creates actual video recipes with instructions and scripts for you to execute relevant content weekly with all of the skills you learn. And it doesn't stop there. Regular video challenges, weekly Q&As, a real estate video roadmap, a community of people learning and experimenting with video, and so much more. Seriously, what are you waiting for? Why wouldn't you join the Business Video School today? Go to www.bizvideoschool.com forward slash open dash house and register for the next open house where you'll, you'll learn more and get a chance to hear from current students and even ask them questions. That's bizvideoschool.com. Check it out. Tristan, we are back for episode number 64 of the Social Genius Podcast and Let's cut right to it. Uh, 63 was an episode about your latest strategies and you showed your whiteboard and it's, um, it, you know, I, I actually ended up in the shower after that call, uh, cowered in the corner, scared to death about how in the hell I'm going to be able to match that. That's um, funny. And then it got me thinking. <laughs> On episode number 64, so first of all, uh, visual image, stop everyone right there and just get a visual image of me, of Jim Carrey-esque, or who, who was it? It wasn't Jim Carrey, but he does the joke, um, you know, the, the shining or whatever it is. Um, visual image of me in the shower, sitting in the corner, naked. Uh, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Um, uh, so, so episode 64, I wanted to continue this conversation. If we have time, we'll talk about some things that are in the news. But we just got off one of our group coaching calls uh, with, with our students, and we were talking a lot about you know, content creation and finding your pillars and doing what Tristan is doing. And, and I want to I simplify it a little bit for you, but also share with you like something that Tristan was sharing. We were talking about Google Trends and how to create, how to aggregate content for your audience that they're not going to go find, even though they could. So uh, Tristan, let's jump right into what we were just talking about. Dude, let, let's talk about that. I think the, the thing that is the number one challenge for people is creating content because they don't know what to talk about, right? And I think that's where we can help in regards to at least guiding you to where to go. And the number one place is going to be Google Trends. Just type into your computer, into your phone, trends.google.com. 
And then type in something along the lines having to do with whatever your business is. Most of us are in real estate. So we would type in, should I buy a house in 2022? Or even should, should I buy a house? Or should I sell my house? Or just real estate? And what you want to do is once you type that in, you're going to scroll down to the bottom. And at the bottom, you're going to find related searches. And those searches that are being searched that are relevant to that search term. And that's important because that'll give you, that'll give you the exact topic you need to be talking about because that's what everybody is searching. And just start thinking a little bit more like the audience you're targeting because that will be the phrase that you'll put on top and then Google will give you the results for that. And I think, Jeff, we're all guilty of not thinking like the consumer. We think more like the business we're in. So I would type in, real estate news. And that's not what the consumer would typically type. They would type in something like, is it a good time to buy? Is the market going to crash? Right? What should I do type of thing? And, and that's, that's really along the lines of where we want people to start thinking so that they can create better content, right? Yeah. I, yeah. People, people are typing in very specific search terms. And so you have to put, your, you put your, yourself in the mind of the consumer um, which is a pretty decent segue to what we were just also talking about, which is, you know, refining a content approach that is selfless and not for yourself. And, and I know a lot of our audience is real estate professionals, and, and most of you are guilty of doing what I'm about ready to describe, which is when you create content, it is sharing an award that you won. It's sharing a listing that you're selling so you can make a commission. It's sharing a picture at the closing table. Uh, which is bragging once again. Uh, yeah, I know you think you're basically saying congratulations, but you're not. You're you're basically bragging. Uh, you have to really change the way you think about your content strategy to be selfless, to say, how can I provide content that is valuable to the consumer and not to myself? And in fact, you mm -hmm. should actually go out of your way to think, does this actually bring me any value whatsoever? And if the answer is no, it doesn't, then you're onto something. But if it brings you value, then you're still stuck in that way of being selfish and, and you're not going to gain the reach and the following that you want. And so going back to the Google Trends idea, you know, that's the point. And I used myself as an example, Tristan, and, and, and we can use the example that we use with Leo, but, you know, I want to be known as a social media expert and that's my selfish side. But the selfless side is I'm going out and aggregating social media news and trends and strategies so that I can take the best of it, the stuff that's most interesting, the most relevant, repurpose it as my own content and then share it out to the world. And so it's really bringing me no value. All I'm doing is doing something that you could do yourself, Mr. or Mrs. Listener, but you won't. And then you're going to end up relying on me to be your uh, to be your cliff notes. We all are very familiar with the cliff notes, right? We all wanted, hey, hey, go read this book. Hey, can you just give me the cliff notes, right? That's what we want so as true. humans, right? And so if you live in Orange County, like Leo Chen does, who the example we were giving, you know, he's just going and aggregating what's going on in the community, and then he's sharing it. And he's got to get out of his own way to think, well, well, the, the, my followers can just go type in the same thing in Google, but they won't mostly they'll end up following seeing leo sharing it and all of a sudden he becomes their google now he becomes the person that they turn to tristan you had you had your hand up yeah uh, that 
that I wanted to stop you because that goes to the essence of human nature because the, the job's number one brain, the, the brain's number one job, sorry, the brain's number one job is to create shortcuts. That's what it's doing every moment of your life. It's identifying what you've done repeatedly so that it could learn it and not have to actually think through it so that it conserves energy. Think of when you're driving, sometimes you space out and you're like, oh shit, I'm here. Um, how did I get here? That was your brain on autopilot because that's what it's designed to do. So look it up. There's a bunch of research behind it. I've interviewed a lot of brain scientists. That is the exact job that your brain wants to do. Bring that into now social media. And of course, that's how it works because now we're providing that information in these short excerpts and we're giving it to you. So you don't have to go search for it because the top five most visited websites in the world are Google, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's where everybody is. They don't want to go anywhere else. That's why this works. That's interesting. Uh, you know, how many times in my life I've thought to myself that I just drove somewhere and then thought, I don't actually remember driving here. Um, like literally in the moment, anybody ever, ever go through that? That's an interesting psychology piece. Uh, I've never thought about that. I didn't know that. I just learned something. Yeah, that was the Tristan's minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's good though, because, but, it, but it's really validating as to the psychology behind this. And that is the reality of this is we jump into social media because we saw somebody say you should do social media, but we don't actually stop and think about what should I be doing? How do I succeed at social media? You don't buy leads at, with no plan. You don't buy leads without a follow-up plan. And if you do, you know those leads don't work, right? And, and it's yeah. the same thing with social. I love that because there is so much psychology behind this strategy and understanding what the consumer's mind is doing. I didn't think of that. I didn't know that there was a real science behind it crazy right dude damn that really validates things for all of us uh, any of you listening i love it well i think the cool thing is you brought it up and i was like oh i never i never pieced that together with social media so yeah. this is why we're best friends dude yeah it's true it's true <laughs> we always help each other out it's true yeah thanks to you i'm now kind of doing a little better on linkedin so there you go Finish, finishing we're finishing each other's sentences um, Dude, hold on, hold on, hold just a second. In just typed in wingman, which hold on. Oh yeah, tomorrow. Dude, did you see the reviews on it? It is insane. Is, is it? Is it like because because they've made us wait two years? Top Gun Maverick is getting insanely great reviews, like really? 95, 97 plus. Everyone's giving it like perfect scores. I'm like, hold, and now I have to go watch it. Not that I wasn't, but you know. I love just, it. Anyways, just what side note. There you go. Well, and so, so to, to follow up to what we were just talking about, the, the relevance and the points to that and the continuation from episode 63 is simply, you know, don't, don't, when, when Tristan shares what he shares or I share that I'm creating X number of TikToks a day or things like that, it's not designed to, you know, we don't want to intimidate you, right? We, we, we're just sharing with you like this is, this is kind of the way our mind works when it comes to this. And this is what we recommend that you do as well. And, and somebody actually somebody actually brought it up on the coaching call. The question was, how do I kind of get out of my own way? How do I stay motivated? And so you've got to find your motivation. And so for me, I, I, I explained, 
I will create goals, first of all. Okay, how many stories do I want to create a day? How many TikToks? How many videos per week? Whatever it is, right? Just figure out that first. And then I, what works for me is I put it out as public accountability. Like I'll post it to social media. Maybe that doesn't work for you, but it works for me. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to try to follow through it. It's a goal, right? And so, Mm -hmm. so do that or find your wingman. You know, uh, we had mentioned Tristan and I talk a lot. A lot of times he and I push each other off fences because we're talking about things and I'm like, oh, I was thinking about doing this. And what we're really saying is I'm trying to talk myself out of it, but can you reverse me? Hold on. That happened exactly with me on TikTok when I was like, I don't know, dude. I mean, I jumped in. My very first TikTok was closing table back in 2000. 18 and it was with Blair. Blair was on my first TikTok, Blair Ballin. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I was like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. I tried it for a month and I was like, I'm out. And then I saw Jeff on it. I'm like, Jeff, I don't know, dude. I don't should I should I come back? He's like, dude, you need to come back on this shit. I'm like, okay, fine. So I apparently I have to blame Jeff for me staying on social media. So <laughs> and look at us now. I mean yeah and the, the hindsight's pretty amazing but the point is is find your accountability find your wingman find a group you know join us in the group coaching if, if it's you know there's we've got 21 people in there now uh we just got off a call there was 15 of them on and and they're recorded and and it's it's um we went in with a plan today and didn't talk about the plan at all because somebody had a question right out of the gate and then we just went right down this rabbit hole and I think it was, it is pretty powerful. And I think this topic, which is why we're spending two episodes talking about it is so valuable to you guys, because, you know, you're all guilty, everybody listening to this, understanding that you, and I'm going to talk to real estate professionals specifically here, that as you go on to social and you're creating that content all about your business, you're showing up. If, if I could, if we could be inside the algorithm, inside the computers on the other side, mm-hmm. you're showing up to probably 99% other real estate professionals. Is that your target? And I'm just making that stat up. But the, the truth is, is like, I, I always, this is what I always do. What I think about is I think about my neighbors. I, and literally, because our neighbors are our friends and I think about them and none of them are in real estate. And I think to them, I think about it like, if I go talk about the latest Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac update, or if I go talk about my latest listing, am I showing up on their feeds? And the odds are I'm not. And, and the other thing I think about is, is, okay, when are my neighbors engaging my content? Usually when it's my authentic, authentic self, usually mm. when it's something I do on a personal level. So it's just like that trigger. And it reminds me, stop sharing so much business because I have to hack their algorithm first. I have to get into them. Right. And, and, um, and so, so for many of you, if you're spending your time creating real estate content, you are showing up on social. You're just showing up on other realtors feeds. Is that what you want? Answer that question. But if the answer yeah. is no, I want to show up in my local communities feeds, then start giving your local community community what they want and what they need. That's it. Start thinking more like the consumer. Like what are they looking for so that you can talk to the consumer? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do that well in some some people don't, man, I want to, I want to ask you something because I was reading on a social media. I'm just going to share my screen. I, I know the people that are watching on YouTube will be able to see this with us, but the ones that are not, this is on social media today. It's called the life 
of a social media manager. I want to share this because it shows three, let me click on the bottom here, three sections, the past, the present, and the future. And I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm surprising Jeff with this because I want to talk about the future part. It's called the life of a social media manager. We can all agree that in the past, social media managers were creatives, kids, just with a lot of imagination, jumping in early, showing what can happen, right? That's what it was. What it currently is, it's a beautiful thing. And Jeff and I can attest to this because we've got different people managing our social for us, for our different companies. But our social media managers' primarily tasks are, number one, creating the content. In our case, dicing up our content, right? Strategies, which does help. I mean, Jeff, on the strategy side, what would you say the social media managers help us with on the strategies? Uh, well, it depends what you're hiring for, but specifically what we've been asking of, of our, of our uh, helpers is, is to help us aggregate trending stuff, you know? Mm, um, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. a really good point. Cause then it helps us and it helps the people we're helping. Yep. yep. I like that. Next digital marketers goals are to increase. And I love this because it shows two things, brand awareness, which Jeff always talks about. doesn't matter who your audience is, because at the end of the day, you're going to be talking to a bigger audience as long as you can attract them, right? So brand awareness and then grow the brand's audience. Those are the two. And it goes hand in hand. This is why I showed it, because it, you prompted me to look for this because you said, our job is to connect with the audience we want to connect to. Do we want to connect with agents, right? Do we want to connect with the exact same businesses that we run? Yeah. Or do we want to connect with the consumer, right? That's really what it comes down to. And then the last two here. And, and let me share a quick quote from a, a, a post I shared this morning from Gary Vee. And it says, uh, the, the, the image says, reputation is the ultimate currency. And, and, the, um, and the caption says, your personal brand is your reputation. And your reputation in perpetuity is the foundation of your career. Playing the long game and building your reputation always plays out in your favor. Just wanted to share mm. that. I thought that was pretty profound. That is profound and it's true. And we don't always look at it that way. No. Right? Digital marketers' goals are to increase brand awareness, grow brands' audience. Now, social media managers' challenges, generating engagement. Hell yeah, that's a tough one. And publishing engaging and unique content. I think that yeah. comes down to, let's say, Jeff and I, are we actually producing the right content to attract those people, right? So that, that's job duties. And then Instagram is the most used platform by these social media managers, 87%, followed by Facebook. Uh, those are still the places people go to and market the most in, even though TikTok has people spending a lot more time on those channels. I wanted to share that. There's a whole bunch of other stuff at the bottom, but then the last part, and Jeff, this is where I'm going to side blind you. What's the future, man? What what does the future look like for a social media manager or a social media marketer, not necessarily digital marketer, but social media? What does that look like? Because over here, they're saying it has a bright future. Almost all respondents want to pursue their career in digital marketing. That's true, but it doesn't tell us anything else. It's like, what's the future? 
Well, first of all, let me change the way you're thinking a little bit for anybody listening to this, because you think of social media manager and you're immediately thinking, okay, I have to hire somebody. But the reality is, is you are your own social media manager. It starts with you. You have to, you have to do this yourself first. Tristan and I still do the vast majority of our creation. And so if you really, truly want to take this serious, uh, you are your own social media manager. You have to have a level of editing skills. You have to have, you have to have an understanding of how to go out and find the content, which obviously you're listening to this and we're helping you do that, right? You don't have to be the most creative person on the planet. You don't have to be a comic, you know, you're not a comedian, right? You don't have to be an, uh, a graphic artist. You don't have to be any of those things. All that stuff is out there for you. You just got to know how to go find it. Um, but the, but this, the future, Tristan, it's really easy. The future of all of our industries is, is leaning into authenticity because technology and robots are going to replace you. They're going to replace most of the tasks that you can do. So if you don't lean into your authenticity, because I guarantee you this, there's no robot that's going to uh, play golf, not, not, not go out and do it like I do. There's no robot who's going to have Winter as their daughter and have Sarah as their <laughs> wife. That's right. right. There's no robot that's going to live my life for me. Um, and so, and that's the point. The point is, is if you don't lean into that authenticity and you completely rely on yourself as a professional, you are going to screw yourself, um, as it relates to social media, because that's, that's, that's the facts. And if you have kids, by the way, uh, you should recommend to them if they're struggling to find a career and they're good at social media, which most are, man, they might've found it. There is going to be a demand for this stuff. Um, and it's, it's powerful, which is why you as a professional have so much opportunity, because if you are your social, if you are your own social media manager, you are, you considered one of the 2% who creates content, you are creating massive differentiation because the majority of your peers are lazy. They just don't want to do it or they're scared. You name it, whatever the objection is, they're going to go extinct. Like my latest video. Um, <laughs> it's reality, man. What's your, so what's your opinion? What's your opinion on the future? Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it to wrap this up. I think that the future of, of digital marketers, social media managers, really comes down to being able to, to repurpose as much content that's being produced and produce it for each platform to make it as relevant as possible for each platform. And then what we're going to start seeing is when, once that starts happening, we're going to have to start approaching each platform differently. What we're all seeing right now is that every platform wants to copy each other because TikTok screwed everybody's plan. And now everybody wants to look like TikTok and a combination of Instagram stories, short videos, music, trends, filters. But what we're going to start seeing, I don't know when, dude, but in the next two to three years, we're going to start seeing people now start using each one of these platforms differently. And right now, everybody's just throwing TikTok everywhere, like TikTok videos on every platform. So it all looks the same. Mm -hmm. That's going to change. I just don't know when. And we need to pay attention to how we approach all the platforms differently because we want to be first. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Episode 64 is a wrap. We'll see you on 65 or somewhere else on the interwebs.
Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 